With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, Killer Cuomo finally goes down in flames. Finally, justice may prevail. His late-night friends, his late-night comic friends are uh, having a tough time with it. And so is Joe Biden, by the way. Joe Biden, who says his pal Cuomo did a hell of a job. We will play that incredible sound. Dr. Fauci comes out in favor of vaccine mandates and mask mandates and making sure no one has any freedom uh, we'll play you more from Flip Flop Flouchy and uh, Subway Subway sandwiches. They had they had they hired their worst spokesman ever, and they used to have Jared Vogel on the job. The Olympic ratings are in, and they are even worse than you thought. We will tell you about that and a whole lot more. Today's Callahan podcast brought to you by DCU. Whether you're buying your first home, your dream home, or looking to refinance the home you love, DCU may have the mortgage program to fit your needs and, more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that can make it such a difficult and confusing process. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA, membership required. Hi, right, Carano, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. I know what my friends, my friends, my, some of my, my fans, some of my people on the right are saying today, you know, they're the pessimists out there, Carano. They're, they're not like me. They can't look at the bright side. They say the next governor of uh, New York will be worse, this Kathy Hochul person. They say Letitia James is a political person who's just trying to, you know, uh, um, ascend to the governor's mansion herself. They say the next whole day, you know, the next, all the, all the governor, everyone in the governor's office will be worse. They'll all be social justice warriors. And, and, and Cuomo, by stepping down in two weeks, uh, will avoid uh, impeachment, obviously. Maybe he'll avoid prosecution. They're saying this is not a day to rejoice and celebrate. And you know what I say? You know, I say, 
Of course it is. Of course, of course it, is. it is. You can't sit there. I don't care if the next person's worse. That's New York, of course. They're all the same. They're all radical lefties. They're all they're all you know hacks. I know that's how it's going to work, but you can't look at that scumbag, Andrew Cuomo, going before the cameras and talking about, I love you and I love everybody. <laughs> you can't picture Chris Cuomo on a beach somewhere, you know, oiling up his body and, you know, looking at himself, flexing for, for the young girls on the beach and say, this isn't a glorious moment. There is nothing I enjoy more than watching guys like this, hypocrites. Power-hungry just, just I mean, and we've seen it. Uh, I got to admit, in the last few years, we've seen justice prevail in a number of cases. I mean, we've seen Harvey Weinstein is in prison. He will die in prison. Bill Cosby spent three years in prison. Should have been life, but he's a pathetic old man, still pretending to be blind and just stay, uh, stumbling and staggering around. He is. He will die in disgrace. Jeffrey Epstein was eh, was suicided in prison. That was justice. Sometimes you just have to stop and enjoy the moment. And if and if Janice Dean is happy, I'm happy. I'll 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 worry about the next person, the next governor. I'll worry about what exactly Andrew Cuomo got away with. I'll worry about that tomorrow, today, yesterday, were days to rejoice because how rarely do we see this? How rarely do these 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 monsters like Andrew Cuomo, a man who um, sent at least fifteen thousand seniors to their deaths, and then covered it up, and then wrote a book, and and somehow made five million bucks, or should I say, his aides wrote a book? I mean, he is thoroughly corrupt. He'd been in office for ten and a half years. He was talking, thinking about re-election. He was talking, thinking about running for president. That will never happen. I know he'll. Find a soft landing place somewhere. He'll be a consultant, or, a, a, or maybe he'll work at CNN with his brother. Uh, he, he'll be fine. He'll know. He'll probably. Uh, he's going to take some time off. They said after he steps down in two weeks, and he'll he'll be with some young, you know, some young woman, some <laughs> just f forcing himself on young women somewhere because he can't help himself. But how can you not enjoy how how it ended for this maggot? How can you not enjoy? The utter humiliation he had to feel yesterday when he went before the cameras and started talking about, I never crossed the line, but I didn't know the line had been redrawn. Did you see me was gonna, choking up too? Uh, he was like, no, he on cue, like, on cue. Yeah, yeah. It was like you could, you could see like the well, you know, the, the <laughs> eyes welling up. But no, this is a day to rejoice. You know what? Like, whenever you have the Hollywood elite like support such a scumbag. And then the media who should be scrutinizing people in power just in love with a scumbag like this. You and, really rejoice when they take a fall. And here's the best part is all those phony friends, you know, all the actors and actresses and TV hosts who loved him, who literally called themselves Cuomosexuals. Trevor Noah literally said, I'm a Cuomosexual. Talking about a politician. By the way, a politician who was always shady, always. who was always sleazy. I mean, everybody close to him, including, you know, Rosie Perez and, and Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro and all Alec Baldwin, they knew he was a sleazebag, but he was their kind of sleazebag. He was a good uh, pro-abortion left-wing uh, sleazebag, so he was their guy. And he ate it up with a spoon. He loved to be pals with these people. He loved to run in these circles. He nominated himself 
for an Emmy, which he won. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. He forced his his aides, I guess, uh, he forced them to write the book for him. And I guess if you're a young female aide, you're lucky, that you, at least on that day, that that was all he was forcing you to do is write this crappy book so he could, so someone could launder some money and give him millions of dollars. I'm not sure how much he gave to the aides who did the actual writing. But he was rotten. He is rotten to the core. And now we all know it. And it was a beautiful thing yesterday to watch the rats jumping off this sinking ship. Watch the rats on late night comedy. You and I were just uh, watching the recap of the late night comics. And these people are the worst. Colbert and Kimmel and Myers. These are hardcore left wing zealots who generally use their job just to bash bash Trump, even though Trump's gone. It doesn't matter. You bash Trump and you bash Ted Cruz and you bash, you know, all the white supremacists who stormed the, the Capitol on January 6th. That's still what they do. They don't get a lot of laughs. They don't get a lot of ratings, but they're there sort of like an extension of MSNBC to, to advance an agenda. They couldn't avoid it. I mean, they, they generally avoid making fun of Biden. They Hell, they didn't make fun of Biden until he was in office. It didn't matter. They didn't even mention Hunter Biden, a guy with a laptop full of porn and crack and coke. And, uh, and they avoided that like that wasn't good material. And they, could, they couldn't avoid this. No, this it, was, was, it was too much. This was the big story. And uh, I, mean, I couldn't wait to hear what some of them, particularly Colbert, who's just the worst, just the smarmiest, scummiest. Uh, you know, he was he was at Obama's party, of course. He made the final cut. He was there schmoozing with the elitist snobs on uh, Martha's Vineyard last week. But he was back last night to talk about his former friend, uh, Stephen Colbert. And you want to talk about, I mean, just, <laughs> just fair weather friends. These are his people. But, and, and again, they knew what kind of guy he was. They knew about the 11 women. They knew about the 15,000 people in the nursing homes. And it took a resignation for them to finally bail, to finally turn on their pal, but, we, but let's play a little Colbert. I got two questions for you. Do you think, I mean, he could have done this six months ago, eight months ago, a year ago. I mean, Janice Dean was telling everybody, including us on this show, about her in-laws and what Cuomo did. He was caught. It was documented. He was caught signing an order that sent these people to their deaths. He was caught covering it up. That was all. We already knew that. And yet they continued to fawn all over him until... Until the eleven women came forward, and and to me, I'm like I'm like Janice Dean in this regard. Whatever it takes to bring down this 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 bully, this 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 corrupt individual, whatever it takes to bring him down, I'm okay with. The fact that we're focused on the you know him rubbing someone's breast or you know rubbing their ass, and not on the fifteen thousand dead seniors, is a little weird and a little twisted. But I'm okay with it because he's going down. He's he's done. He's disgraced. He's exposed. So whatever it takes, whatever it takes, uh, hopefully the, there's still an investigation into the nursing home scandal. Hell, there's still going to be criminal charges on the sexual harassment. He, he's not done. I mean, the, the spotlight will be off of him, and he will escape, again, impeachment and and other, uh, other political embarrassment. But there's going to be... Charges pursued, hopefully criminal charges, maybe, and certainly civil charges in the in the lawsuit in the uh, nursing home and the sexual harassment scandal. But there, to me, there's nothing more fun. There's nothing more uh, more gratifying than watching his friends, his famous friends, 
they're not real friends, but, you know, his friend, his connections, his associates in the glitzy, glamour world in New York City, the, 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 the uh, you know, the people, uh, the late night comics and the actors and the actresses and the, you know, and the Cuomo sexuals just bail on him like rats. It was a beautiful thing. But let's hear how Stephen Colbert reacted to the downfall of his dear friend, uh, Andrew Cuomo. Door hit you on the butt on the way out. <laughs> but if it does, that door should also resign. <laughs> Now, for now, uh, Cuomo is still governor, because for reasons I do not understand, Cuomo's resignation will take effect in 14 days. Evidently, he gave himself two weeks' notice. <laughs> resignation comes after 11 women have accused him of sexual harassment, ranging from running two fingers across the chest of an energy company employee, to grabbing the rear of an unnamed employee, to a former assistant who says the governor reached under her blouse and grabbed her breast. At the press conference, Cuomo took full responsibility for his actions, sort of. In my mind, I've never crossed the line with anyone. But I didn't realize the extent to which the line has been redrawn. I don't know exactly what line he's talking about, but hopefully he'll explain it in his new book, Andrew and the Purple Crayon. All right, you're, uh, you're a little younger and a hipper than I am, True. Matt Carano. Yes. Um, I hate Stephen Colbert. I'm not going to pretend I don't. I, I just, I hate looking at him. I hate, he's such a phony. Um, can you help me out with this? I realize... You know, it's, uh, I, first of all, I guess I'll give him credit for uh, mocking his friend, which is rare. But can you tell me exactly where the funny parts are in that? Well, I don't think it's, I mean, sexual assault isn't funny to me at all. Well, you can make it funny. You I can suppose. certainly make it funny. It's certainly newsy and topical, but all right, I'm just, this is his A stuff, his top, his good stuff. He, he leads with, you lead with your good stuff if you're a late night comic or any kind of comic. Don't let the door hit you. If it does, it should resign. The door should resign. Okay. Inappropriate touching. That's that's a joke. That's, I mean, th no, that's he, funny. He's he hasn't I, been funny in twenty years. All right, the second one is he gave himself two weeks' notice. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, a little HR joke. I, HR I, I, I looked at you. You didn't even smile. Not well, even no, a no, guffaw. No, no, no. And then thirdly, Andrew and the purple crayon. What? What? I mean, he's got a team of like seventy-five writers and graphic artists, and the best he can come up with is Andrew and the purple crayon. What the hell? I, uh, They're not good writers. I, I think I have a, a, a decent sense of humor. I think I, you know, I, I recognize humor. I, I Sometimes I laugh at humor. There's no humor there. Stephen Colbert sucks. That is just awful. He couldn't go, he could, the funnier stuff would have been the coarser, harsher stuff, right. and that would have probably put him in a worse light because uh, everybody knows he's a bud. Like, they're think, think of that, think of that. The, his audience recognizes what a sleazebag Cuomo is because they, they play that cut and we were going to get to that cut because it's remarkable. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, and again, I, I, he has these people with a whole team of advisors and writers and consultants and they think, A, in Colbert's case, they think that's funny. The door should resign, but we'll move on. I'll move on. Cuomo, uh, Colbert just annoys me. Cuomo infuriates me, or he used to. His team of advisors and consultants and, and, and you know, not, not talking about the 23-year-old interns that he's molesting. I'm talking about these battle-hardened New York. He has a, a security staff of state troopers. 
he has like 70, 70, and including some, you know, cute females that he requested. But what are 70 cops, state troopers doing all day while Cuomo's, you know, pinning the intern against the wall up in the office? What are they doing all day? They're protecting him? Yeah. Turning I mean, their backs on it, just like uh, know, they do with when, uh, Lightfoot. When we were <laughs> when we were talking about this with Janice Dean, and I was talking about every day when the news was breaking, there was a state trooper protecting him on his detail, and he uh, got romantically involved with one of his daughters. He sent him to the Canadian border. That oh, sounds like a joke. That's true. He's such a vindictive. A guy who thinks he's a mobster. That's how, you know, he intimidates people. He, he, he threatens them, which is in many ways worse than, you know, sexually harassing, not worse than killing grandmothers, but it's worse than sexually harassing and worse than covering up the crimes and stealing money and all that. He thinks he is so powerful that you can't mess with him. And a smiley, happy, perky weather lady led the charge, uh, Janice Dean, as well as... Uh, a New York uh, city councilor, Ronald Kim, whose uncle was murdered by Cuomo. They teamed up. They put the pressure on. They never let up. But Cuomo, in resigning, and you know what's remarkable? I mean, this is just an observation that after, of, after more than a year of watching him almost daily, is that manner with which he uh, re resigned was why he got an Emmy, was why he got praised universally last spring, spring of 2020, because he was, and, and you can go back and look at all the, the, the comments from the media when, when they were fawning all yeah. over him or, you know, you name it, from Biden, from, uh, you know, from uh, every CNN anchor, every MSNBC anchor, Joy Reid, you know, they would say how calming and how reassuring. And, and you know, Brian Stetler would be fawning over his style, the manner in which he talked about the, the virus and he talked about the measures they were going to take. And he, and he just made you feel like he was in control. That's when they all started talking about him for president at some point or, you know, for president when Biden, uh, whatever, got sick and couldn't care, finish his term. You'd, they were saying Andrew Cuomo would be the man. There is a lot of, uh, of, of receipts for people who are just falling all over themselves to praise this man. Well, that was the same style, the same, I don't know what you call it, calm, casual, off the cuff, not looking at his notes, although I think he was yesterday, but generally just trying to be, you know, the, the leader, the, the, the father figure up there at the podium, up there on stage. I don't know if you remember, but last year they had this huge stage because they had to be socially distanced. Yeah. His daughter was up there with him, but then two or three aides, and probably including Kathy Hochul, I don't remember exactly who was up there, but they would all just defer to him and look at him with this gleam in their eye, like, oh, isn't he dreamy? That same guy yesterday tried to pull it off, tried to be conversational, and it just failed miserably. It just backfired. It's, how do you not look at that and think that it's super creepy? I don't understand this, like, the, the any American public who likes the idea of this paternalistic right. person who's just going to control your every move and wrap their embrace around you. It, that grosses me out. That's, like, anti-American to me. He, yeah, it's, it's a cult of personality, and Trump, obviously, the Trumpkins have been accused of that. But it almost didn't matter what he said or did. It was like, yes, he's our leader and we will follow him because we, he oozes power. And we know he's going places. Obviously, he was 
uh, in his third term as governor and probably headed to a fourth and maybe to higher office and maybe to... He was mentioned as attorney general in January or December, whenever uh, Biden was assembling a, a cabinet. They talked about Cuomo as attorney general. That would be the top law enforcement official in the country. And he's a garden criminal. Anyway, yesterday, and I uh, this so back it backfired on so badly. I enjoyed this as much as anything. And and Colbert played it. We can play it again. But it was remarkable to say that he you know never harassed anyone. He never crossed the line. He just didn't know the extent to which the line had been redrawn. That is the most incredible rationalization. The most incredible cop out. Just. Uh, uh, um, yeah, you're not taking uh, responsibility for your own actions. Uh, right. It's like everybody else changed. I didn't change. I've been the same just, guy the entire time. avoiding responsibility. Right. Exactly. That's not taking responsibility. It's no. avoiding responsibility. And again, I'll give Colbert credit for this, or Colbert's producers credit for this. They listed some of the things that he's accused of, very credibly accused of, you know, grabbing someone's ass, putting his hand up their blouse and grabbing their breast. So... In that press conference, or in that resignation statement, he wants you to believe that he's from a different era when it was okay to reach up again, uh, you know, and grab the breast of one of your aides who's 40 years younger than you, who wants no part of you, who's totally creeped out, and you're or to grab their head like he did at that wedding with yeah. the, with both hands and kiss someone, you know, sloppy kiss with your disgusting breath on their lips. Now, Jerry, you're that, a little older than me. That was okay. You're a little older than me. Was this type of behavior okay in your time? It was never okay. And and by the way, if you got away with it, you were getting away with something that was totally inappropriate, if not criminal. If that's what your father, another sleazy Cuomo, did, then your father got away with something that you're not getting away with. It was never appropriate. It was never on the proper side of the line. It was always crossing the line, you utter sleazebag. I mean, that is just, it's amazing to me that Cuomo and his people thought that belonged in the resignation speech. It's not me, it's you people right. who, redraw, right. who redrew the line. And we know some of the stuff he's done. And I mean, please, there are people defending him out there. There are people, uh, you know, Greg Kelly, a guy I like at Newsmax, is defending him. There are other people who I really like, like uh, you know Matt Walsh, who are just saying he said he said creepy things to women. That's what brought him down. What mm. about the nursing homes? Well, the nursing home scandal. It's disgusting that he's not in prison for that. It really is. But. Guys like this generally get away with it. You know, guys, you know, guys like this, they end up being, you know, Bill Clinton. They end up being this elder statesman in the party, speaking at conventions and advising and, and, and making huge sums of money on the speaking tour, even though everyone knows they're total sleazebags and corrupt. They generally, especially when the media is in their back pocket, they generally get away with these things. This guy's not getting away with it. To me, I get... I, I, I get some satisfaction out of this, and some, uh, you know, some um, sense of victory for Janice Dean and Ronald Kim and all the people and all the women. I mean, how can you imagine the number of people who lost loved ones in nursing homes 
15,000 people, generally elderly, I mean all elderly, grandmas, grandpas, who have lots of kids and lots of grandkids, and they had to sit back silently. They weren't like Janice Dean. They couldn't get on TV every day. They couldn't do, you know, talk radio or podcasts, and they just had to sit back and watch this absolute creep talk about how great a leader he was. I mean, he wrote a book bragging, or his aides wrote a book bragging about his leadership through the pandemic pandemic after signing the order that sent 15,000 elderly New Yorkers to their death. That must have been the most maddening thing for tens of thousands of New that's Yorkers. What, I mean, that's why this is really bittersweet for me. I want that hung on his reputation. Like, I want that in his wiki page. I want that to be a part of his administration long after he's dead. Why and if that's not you, there, it's just, it's uh, it's 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 not quite complete. I got it. Why don't you put it in his wiki page? <laughs> I'll try, I'll try. They'll, they'll think I'm biased, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I heard you could do that. I heard you could just jump on there and put, put stuff in people's wiki pages. But <laughs> yes. I, I, you know what? I'm going to withhold judgment on that. I'm not sure we're done with that. Because he, some people think now that he's uh, a lame duck for two weeks and then he's out of a job, he doesn't have a place to live. Do you know that? No, oh, that's right. There's he, the governor's he, mansion, he of course. He, I mean, he's, such a, he's such a sleazebag that he, I mean, he's probably never paid for a thing. He probably doesn't even know how to you know, buy his own car. What do you do? You just tell some aide to go get a car. You know, you tell some aide, I need a place to stay. Call the, uh, the Waldorf or call the Four Seasons. I need... He... Lived with his girlfriend, Sandra Lee, who, by the way, the, one of the tabloid, TMZ, one of these places has been following around, Santro Pay with her new boyfriend. I, I see these pictures, and it's, oh, Sandra Lee with her boyfriend and Sandra and, and Santro Pay. And I look and I go, is that, does anyone give a damn? I don't even, I mean, I don't know anything about her other than she was his girlfriend, and she had a home outside New York City, I believe in the suburbs. And that's where he lived until 2019 when he moved in the governor's mansion, which I guess he figured was the place to be if you're going to start, you know, forcing yourself on interns. Oh, you, you need your own privacy there. Yeah, you and, do. And protection from the cops outside. Right, and the cops who are probably sworn to secrecy as they, you know, protect you from uh, prying eyes. Uh, but now he has to find, a, you know, an apartment. Maybe he'll stay with Chris. Chris, his little brother, has lots of property. He's got a home out on the Hamptons that he's building. He's got a big house in the suburbs. He probably has a place in the city. He makes six million bucks a year. Uh, I'm going to enjoy that. We're talking about the next shoe to fall. And again, again, I'm not going to, I'm not a pessimist. I'm not a, a cynical guy. I'm going to enjoy this moment. I'm not going to say, you know, he got away with this. He got away with that. I think the next shoe to fall. And I, by the way, I was wrong. I was wrong. I did not think he would resign. I didn't think he had it in him. I thought he would dig in his heels. I thought he would force impeachment. I thought he would try to get to the end of the uh, end of this term. I, I was shocked when the news came out. I know why he did it. I know the the Demo <coughs> Democrats in New York all turned on him. I know that uh, impeachment was not going to go well. I know he was going to lose. And if you get impeached, you can't run again, which is why they uh, the Democrats tried to impeach who tried to convict uh, Trump on the second made-up uh, thing when he was already out of office. Yeah. Um, I do not agree with uh, Clay Travis, and there's a couple other people saying he will, uh, I believe it was Chuck Todd, you know, said he would run again. There's, there's no way in hell. No way in there's hell. There's no way. Even in New York. Uh, I mean, there people are just more aware now. I think... His father was probably just as sleazy as he was, but, you know, they, the media was in the tank. There was no social media. There was no Janice Dean. You know, if there was, they didn't, she didn't get any airtime. So 
I think people are more aware. I don't, I, I'm, I'm sure there are some who will stick by him and loyal to him. And, you know, maybe that's where, you know, some of these Cuomo sexuals will, will eventually come out and say, you know, he paid a price. He got, he got, he forced to resign. You know, he lost his home. <laughs> he's homeless. But I don't think he can ever run for anything again. He's also old and he's just, I mean, he, you look at him and you can imagine these things that he did to these young women. You can imagine the liberties he took with his aides because there's a thousand pictures, including ones where he kissed his mother in the forehead, which somehow they didn't um, um, lead to anyone. He thought those photos, remember that montage we did a week ago? He thought that was, you know, exculpatory. That was going <laughs> right. to... Did you see the article I sent you too of like his all... Uh, I sent. I tweeted to you last night. It's this 86-page document of oh, him yeah. defending himself. I couldn't get through it because I, I saw uh, it for I, the first time. One of your fans sent it to uh, me. I didn't, uh, I didn't get through these, it either. They're all the, that's where all the pictures are of, of all these, uh, you know, other governors, mayors, uh, statespeople hugging and kissing folks in public. Like that's a defense. Uh, that, uh, no, that, no, you I, fondled someone. I should have known that was the beginning of the end. Or maybe, you know... Get, get the sense that he had nowhere to go. He was a cornered rat when he put out that montage showing him kissing Al Gore, you know, and Joe Biden and his mother saying, yeah. that's what I do. But wait a sec, you're accused of putting your hand up the shirt and feeling the breast of a 23-year-old aide or, or grabbing the ass. or the, I mean, it's this all kind of, and, and and it's all there. And it's not appropriate. It never was. You're not, some guy from a different generation. You're just a creep who finally is facing some measure of justice. Not enough. Not enough. I don't want him ever, I, you know, again, he belongs in prison for what he did to the 15,000 seniors. And uh, maybe that day will come. But for now, I'm just going to enjoy the downfall of this corrupt family dynasty. Kind of like, you know, the, the Kennedys eventually, we people learned, maybe that's part of the information age where, you just get a lot more information. Social media has its certainly has its uh, flaws and its issues, but with this in this day and age, we know what Cuomo has gotten away with. We know what kind of person he is. Maybe those days when the line was, you know, we hadn't been redrawn yet. <laughs> Maybe in those days, he would have gotten away with it. He didn't this time. Right now, I'm I'm picturing aside from all those celebrities, and we'll get to the celebrity montage. It's great. Is Chris Cuomo, his his sleazy lying brother, is on vacation. Just took a vacation, um, and he's I'm sure he's somewhere looking in the mirror. But what we learned yesterday, and I hope he runs again though, because uh, if he runs uh, again, he's going to get attacked hard, and then maybe the ten thousand, fifteen thousand deaths comes yeah, that, up. That would it's be just good. Attack ad after attack ad. That's what I would do. But you know what? Uh, the Democrat Party has moved away, and and it's going to be you know some radical, probably uh, you know African American woman, maybe Letitia James or you know someone like, and that's the way of the Democrat Party, particularly in these deep blue states. These old white guys are yesterday's news, which is which is okay, good, good, good. Uh, but Chris Cuomo. And I'm trying to see who reported this, said yesterday, and it kind of went under the radar with all the rest of the news. Yeah. He's on vacation, but he's, quote, still advising him. <laughs> and I, I don't know what it takes to get fired at CNN. Oh, actually, I do know what it takes. You have to be vaccinated. If you show up at work without your vaccine passport, CNN will fire you. You're out. If you pull out your wiener and start playing with yourself on a Zoom call, 
you just, you know, lay You're low, lay low. If you advise a guy who's accused by mm. dozens of women of sexual uh, improprieties and harassment, if you advise him and you um, kind of work on a strategy to destroy the women and their stories and their reputations, that's okay. So far, that's okay. I don't think... I, I guess I can't put it past CNN to you know re, uh, to to keep Cuomo, keep him in prime time, keep oh. even though his ratings are terrible, uh, keep paying him six million a year. But I'm not sure by any standard it's okay for a TV newsman, uh, a high profile TV newsman, to advise someone on a, a prominent politician on how to beat a sexual harassment rap. That seems so. Over the line, even though the line's been redrawn, that seems so over the line that it seems that any self-respecting news network would fire the guy. Just, just fire him. Who cares anyway? I mean, like, no, you Chris just replace Cuomo's, it with some other talking like, head. Is he? Is he that important to CNN? I mean, no. I don't watch the show a lot, but I mean, he doesn't even have. I think the, it was because of his access to the governor. But now the governor's say. gone, so then you might right. He doesn't even have that anymore. Just, just, just kick him off the. He does no good for their reputation. Uh, I don't get it, but uh, we'll see. He's on vacation, and when he returns, I guess he will not be allowed to talk about it. He was allowed to talk about his brother when his brother was a hero, when his brother was winning, winning Emmys. And, and, and people in the news, uh, in the you know late night comics were fawning over him. Chris was allowed to have him on as a little comedy team and, uh, have, you know, props, big, big Q-tips and everything else. But now that his brother's on the ropes or now that he's out, Chris Cuomo just avoided the subject entirely. So yeah. that's going to be tough to do. So even that, just that, you know, Chris, you, you know, we're done. You know, why don't we just part ways? peacefully, amicably. Stay and on vacation. Over. Yeah. Don't come back. you got plenty of money. You'll probably get a job somewhere. they got enough connections. But maybe the two of them can go on tour, like a comedy tour. Oh, that would be great. The Cuomo, the fabulous Cuomo brothers, and they get a props and tell jokes about dead senior citizens. Flex and, in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, he can, yeah, he can wear real tight shirts. And, <laughs> and, and Cuomo can, you know, probably meet some young, uh, Andrew can meet some young ladies on tour. It would be the best of both worlds. They could have a great time. But here's what made yesterday even more fun was our <clears throat> cognitively challenged president was asked, it must, can you imagine being, you know, Jen Psaki and the rest of the comms team or the rest of the, any advisor and saying, Joe Biden has to go out there in front of this friendly gathering of supporters, the Washington Press Corps, and someone is going to ask, even if Peter Ducey has the day off, someone's going to say, Gee, uh, Mr. President, what do you think of the uh, Cuomo news? The, you know, your friend Andrew Cuomo resigned. And you have to, and you know, you know he can't handle it. You know he won't get it right. You know he will step in it because that's what he does. He's not sharp enough, at least not sharp enough anymore, to handle something like this. And lo and behold, he didn't. Um, he, he, he stumbled all over himself. And, and the media, the reporters were trying to help him, as yeah. usual. Uh, talking about, he said, Andrew Cuomo did a hell of a job. Now, that to me is, even if you're dumb or if you're, you're, you have dementia, I don't care. You know what he's accused. You know why he, re he re resigned. You know it, right? You yeah. know sexual harassment. Maybe he doesn't know about the nursing home scandal. It's only 15,000 dead. But you know <laughs> he's resigning in disgrace. You know, unless you're an absolute fool, that you can't say, he did a good job. You can't. It's it's all one same guy. It doesn't matter if he 
get, you know, legalized, you know, partial birth abortion and open the borders and increase the welfare state and all the dreams of, of, of you know, Biden people. That doesn't matter. You know why he resigned. You know you can't say he did a good job. So what did Joe Biden do? Went out and said <laughs> he did a good job. <laughs> he did. Can, can we hear? I'll, I'll try to play this. It looks like it's here. Here we go. Oh. One of the one of the Democrats through the years that you spoke with about infrastructure the most was Andrew Cuomo, who is resigning, who announced he's resigning today. You had traveled New York with him when you were vice president for the launch of the reconstruction of Guardia. He was someone who supported your campaign early on. No, you call in him to resign. No, you condemned the alleged behavior. But you're someone who spends a lot of time with mayors and governors. How would you assess his ten and a half years? as governor of the state. In terms of his personal behavior or what he's done as a governor? What he's done as a governor. I thought he's done a hell of a job. I thought he's done a hell of a job. And, uh, I mean, both on everything from access to voting to infrastructure to a whole range of things. Like, how do you even qual- that, that like, how do you even qualify the question and be like, hey, wh- what do you mean by, do you mean his personal actions? Because if you say that, like, what, what, it, what You know what, what you- it's, it's, his personal life is not... When you're harassing interns or, or aides, you're forcing yourself on your, your underlings, and by the way, you're killing senior citizens, that's not your personal life. That's your job. That's part of your job. What he did, what he didn't do a hell of a job, you absolute buffoon. He did a terrible job. He's resigning in disgrace because he was the worst governor in, in America, worse than Gavin Newsom. I mean, it's it's insane that you think he did a hell of a job when he's forced to resign for things he did on the job. You know, personal life would be uh, Anthony Weiner sexting young girls, you know, when, I mean, or a lot of, a lot of people, uh, you would say that's their personal life. Uh, uh, The the former uh, governor of New Jersey who was married with kids and, you know, came out as a gay American, uh, that would, you'd say that's his personal life. This is this is his job. He did this on the job as as, as governor of New York. He signed the order to, to to send these patients, coronavirus patients, into nursing homes. As governor of New York, he hired. By the way, the story the other day got very little play, where one of his former employees said he hired women based on their looks, oh. and that's pretty obvious, you know, because every woman who worked for him. I mean, there weren't a lot of, you know, Sonia Sotomayors on his staff. There were some really attractive women, and he hired them so he could force himself on them. That's part of his job. That was done on the job of Biden. And then he tried to walk it back later and say, oh, I was only talking about infrastructure. What? No, you weren't. You made it clear. He did everything. Oh, from this to this to this, a whole host of things he did well. Well, uh, that's not the time to talk about whatever infrastructure and uh, the then later on, Jen Psaki lied as usual. It's the worst job to have to cover for this guy. He's brain dead. Is that Saki yeah. right there? She yeah, tweeted. Says, what, that's her tweet. She, yeah, she said POTUS responded to a specific question today about Governor Cuomo's work on infrastructure. He also made it clear it was right for Cuomo to step down. Reiterating. Okay, he wasn't talking about just infrastructure. He said he did a hell of a job, he did a hell which of is job. insane. When even if you think that that you would say that on this day, when the whole country is wake, waiting for you to react. To the, to the fall of one of the great family dynasties of, of all time. You're supposed to say, you know, I feel bad for the women, the victims, the people in the nursing homes. 
you're not supposed to say he did a hell of a job, but God, he is just a disaster. Anytime he steps before the cameras, he is a disaster. But um, we should, before we move on, we should celebrate the utter hypocrisy or uh, discuss the utter hypocrisy of all his fans, all the celebrities, the homosexuals, who just must be cringing at the thought that we have this video, we have this sound, we have them fawning over this creep forever. You know, it's there forever. It's one of those things that uh, will be, for the rest of your life, uh, 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 Trevor Noah, we're going to know just what a slobbering sycophant you were. And uh, there's no, and he's, he was joking about it last night too. And, you know, trying to you know, uh, uh, cover his tracks, but it ain't going to work. What do we have for celebrities? I know there's a whole bunch after he won the Emmy. How about some uh, Chelsea Handler? Oh, good. My girl Chelsea. Although she has no shame. She doesn't care that she looks like a fool. She looks like a fool every time she she tweets or every time she uh, <laughs> posts on Instagram. You know, naked and drunk, she looks like a fool. But, yeah, let's listen to some celebs talking about their hero, uh, Andrew Cuomo. In other news, I still am crushing hard on Andrew Cuomo. I don't like the shirt that he wore today. I don't like where his nipples were today at all. But I'm just going to pretend I didn't see that. Just getting ready to rewatch my boyfriend's press conference from this morning. I taped it on my VCR. I'm going to rewatch it later now. And uh, that's what I'm doing in quarantine. It's just me and Andrew Cuomo, which is him telling me what to do. I bet you like that, Chelsea. Uh, uh. Yeah, by the way, this didn't get a lot of play, but Andrew Cuomo has nipple rings. If you no. Thought, you th yes, he's, he's got, yep, there's photos, you'll see him. I'm it's, not, not going to Google that for you. You don't not, pay me enough He has a shirt on, but you can see some. Like the rings sticking out? Yeah, something coming, kind sticking of like through the shirt. like a door knocker, like yes. you can knock on his nipple let's, and Let's be honest, he's, he's a creep in every, he's a, he's a freak in every way, which is probably good. He can go back, you know, he can go to some dungeon in New York City now and, you know, kind of pursue all his little fetishes. Couldn't really do that as easy when he was governor, but he'll probably have some fun now. But it must kill him to know that there's nothing he can do to save his reputation. You know, the job is one thing, but the reputation is cooked. But uh, there's a whole bunch of more. Do we have Trevor? I got Trevor, I wanna, yeah. I want to hear Trevor talking about his crush on Cuomo, Trevor Noah. Who homosexual, I and I, I, with Ellen. I agree with you. I feel like I'm a homosexual too. Yeah, I think um, it's been really, it genuinely has been very inspiring and, and refreshing to see uh, a leader like Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, who's come out and engaged his briefings in a non-political way. He's engaged them as a leader. He's engaged them as a human being. He's also taken blame for things where he says, look, I understand that I'm doing certain things that people are going to hate me for, and I'm willing to make these decisions because I think it's the best thing for human life first. We can always we can always create business afterwards. I I think he's been informative. I think he's been informed. And like once I saw people online falling in love with him, there's a group of women who came out and they said, We we're falling in love with Cuomo. And I said, Well, yeah, everyone everyone should be a Cuomo sexual in that way. Like you should love a leader who engages the people and remembers that they're serving the people. Okay, keep keep in mind this was after we knew what he did with the nursing home residents after we knew he refused to use the comfort ship because he didn't want to make Trump look good. So he sent 15,000 seniors to their death. And this freaking phony a-hole Trevor Noah's talking about how oh, he, he as a, engaged as a human. 
I mean, is anyone in love with their own stupid dots than more than Trevor Noah? I can think of Just... many individuals who aren't happy with the way that uh, Cuomo engaged his constituents, including 11 women who just came forward. Yeah, and there'll be more. There'll be. That's just, you know, this guy was in office. The guy's been doing this for 40 years. There'll be a lot more. Uh, I'm not sure they'll get satisfaction. I'm not sure they'll get, you know, justice if he'll ever go away. But, oh, by the way, another tough day for his other, his... One of his sidekicks, one of his uh, famous sidekicks, Cuomo, much like uh, Barack Obama, his friends are all famous, which means he doesn't really have a lot of friends. And they, as we saw with Colbert, many of them are turning on him. Um, but we'll see how many are still friends after this thing uh, 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 totally unfolds. But Do you want to do Shea before we uh, yeah, move forward? No, I want to do Fauci first, okay. and then we'll, then we'll move on. Fauci... If you if you don't remember after you know after the nursing home debacle after the absolute disastrous way Cuomo handled uh, COVID and the nursing homes, um, he made an appearance with um, I don't even know why, but he made an appearance with Cuomo. He even praised Cuomo first of all. Talked about a great a job he was doing after fifteen thousand seniors died. I mean Fauci, I, he, I feel like he's has to be the next shoe to fall at some point. We have to we have to really see him face justice because he just gets worse. I mean, every day. The other this week, he's saying that you just have to stop wanting to live your life. That's just you're you're selfish if you live your life during during COVID. He was talking, I believe, with Chuck Todd, his good friend, and uh, and and you know, guy he talks to at least once a week about Sturgis, the motorcycle rally. This was the day after. Obama threw the party for 700 where there was no mask in sight and they were indoors. Sturgis is mostly outdoors, but whatever. Those are, you know, those are Trump people. Those are, uh, you know, the bitter clingers out in the, in, 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 in flyover country. His people were in Martha's Vineyard and he didn't say a word about them. He didn't say anything about Lollapalooza in Chicago either because that's, those are not super people. spreader events. Those yeah. aren't, they're like George Floyd rallies. Those aren't super spreader events. The super spreader events are in South Dakota where guys are on Harleys and uh, they're, you know, it didn't, it didn't, by the way, lead to an outbreak last year, but apparently he thinks it will this year. And he says we should uh, stop trying to uh, live our lives. He supports mask mandates. He supports vaccine mandates. He is a little tyrant. And I think... Most people are really realizing that now. He's in his glory. He loves, loves, loves the control. He loves the fame. He loves the attention. He's never going to have it as good as he does right now. Or never has. He's 18 years old. But anyway, he and um, Cuomo, I don't know, when was this? Do you have a date on this? Had a little, uh, you know, did a little comedy routine where they pretended they were just a couple of New York Italian guys like Pacino and De Niro. And I don't think they really could decide who would be Pacino and who would be De Niro. Is that right? That's right. And uh, and Fauci talked about how he wanted to go to Coney Island for a, do a Nathan's hot dog, and they were just so obnoxious. By the way, it was like December seventh. Sorry, was the yeah, so this was well after Cuomo killed fifteen thousand seniors, and they had their little comedy routine. Can we listen to some of it? Yeah, sure. All right, let's listen to these two frauds. As soon as uh, the vaccine is deemed ready and safe, I'll be the first one to take a vaccine. Uh, maybe we enlist you. I'll do it with you. We'll do an ad telling New Yorkers it's safe to take the vaccine. 
to, uh, to, you know, put us together. We're like the uh, modern-day uh, De Niro and Pacino. You can be which whenever, whichever you want. You can be the De Niro or Pacino. <laughs> Fauci I'll and Pacino. Cuomo, I'll give you a friend. Who, who do you want to be, De Niro or Pacino? Which one do you want to be? I love them both. <laughs> you... I love them both. I don't want to insult one or the other. If I say one, I don't want to hurt the feelings of the other. Yeah. So Who's the politician? <laughs> Oh, God, just and those two obnoxious egomaniacs, just disgusting. But hopefully Fauci will go end in a, in a disgrace. It will end in disgrace for Fauci as well. Um, uh, we, uh, do you want to play the sound of him saying that uh, people have to stop wanting to live their lives? Oh, yeah, we can do that. Uh, uh, I actually it, have the video for it, too. Oh, great. Um, it's it just... The way the, 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 it's just so casual and comfortable and natural for him to say, yeah, you got to stop wanting to live your lives, mask up your children, close whatever, close the schools, the businesses, uh, cancel things. This is a man who sacrificed nothing, who's done nothing but profit, did nothing but benefit off uh, this whole pandemic. It, it, again, he's in his glory. He wants you to sacrifice. He sacrifices nothing. It's kind of like when he threw out the first pitch and it was one of the worst first pitches ever, demanding everyone wear a mask. And first thing he does is go to the Washington Nationals game without a mask or, you know, with a mask under his chin. He didn't wear it. He's not going to actually wear it because it impedes his breathing. But you, you have to wear it. He's just so obnoxious. I can't believe anybody still watches him on TV or listens to him and says, you know, what do I do now, Dr. Fauci? Who, who's still listening to him? I think they only must have a few doctors in rotation that will spout that that line. I, I think I think do, I've I've talked I've seen many doctors stand up and and uh, say the opposite of what Fauci is saying. Yeah, well, you um, don't see that on YouTube. No, we don't. Well, no, that, that's right. I mean, there's a narrative, of course, big tech and and the corporate media and the state are all intertwined now. I mean, you, you don't see any separation anymore. But that's why I think he's still out there. Is you, there aren't a lot of people. Well, at least there's the familiarity, but you don't seeing. You know, there aren't a lot of people that are spouting the same stuff that are, would be willing like, to go on CNN. Let's listen to him talk about how you, the, these roles are for thee, not for me, but you have to give up your freedom, your liberty in this fight against the virus, but not me and certainly not my friends on Martha's Vineyard. Dr. Fauci, do you agree with Randy Weingarten, the head of the largest teachers union in the country who came out yesterday and said, yes, teachers should be vaccinated inside schools? Do you think they should be mandated to be vaccinated? Yeah, I'm going to upset some people on this, but I think we should. I mean, we are in a critical situation now. We've had 615,000 plus deaths and we are in a major surge now as we're going into the fall, into the school season. This is very serious business. You would wish that people would see why it's so important to get vaccinated, but you're not gonna get mandates centrally from the federal government. But when you're talking about local mandates, mandates for schools, for teachers, for universities, for colleges, I'm sorry, I, I mean, I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something, but I think we're in such a serious situation now that under certain circumstances, mandates should be done. Oh, God, he's just such a creep. The worst. Just such a, you know, I know they want their freedom, sort of, but, you know, again, if you've had COVID, you have the antibodies. This is a doctor who refuses to even address that and say you've done your research. How about if you've even talked to your doctor and your doctor says, no, you're good, you don't need a, a vaccine? 
you lose your job. If you've had COVID, you have the antibodies, you're not going to get it again. And if you do, like people are getting it, even though they're vaccinated, it will be much milder and you'll be fine. If you decide you don't want this because you don't know the long-term effects of the vaccine, then you lose your job. It's just nuts that this guy says that so cavalierly. Yeah, you people want their freedom, but, you know, that, that freedom stuff is overrated, at least for you. It, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of him, tired of him. But, all right, we shall move on. Let me talk about Shay, and then we're going to get to a couple of, a couple of stories that are uh, related and uh, related to the uh, Olympics, the just-completed Olympics. Not good news for NBC or for Megan Rapinoe. But uh, first, let's talk about Shea Concrete. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man- manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes, designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800 696 S-H-E-A, or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. We all want to make sure our family is protected in a medical emergency. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an AirMedCare Network membership is so important. As a member, if an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport more than 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should be without. Now, as a listener to our show, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash jerry and use offer code jerry. That is G-E-R-R-Y. All right, I... You know, I'm a big, uh, before we get to the uh, ratings of the uh, Tokyo Olympics, and we knew they'd be bad. I'm not sure we knew we knew they'd be this bad. I often wonder, like, if you're a franchise or a, a big, big corporation, you're looking for a spokesman. You know, how do you pick? How do you pick? I mean, obviously, sometimes it really, really works. I don't know if you're old, young enough, old enough to remember, like, Joe DiMaggio was Mr. Coffee, and it just... He was, uh, he was good. He was uh, kind of associated with that for forever. Um, certain celebrities you know, are known for promoting certain things, and some are better than others, you know, like, like, Michael, like Larry Bird doing the McDonald's commercial with... Oh, with, with, uh, with Magic? With, with Magic. No, with Jordan, No, no, I with believe. Jordan. Right, right. They and were doing trick very, shots. Yeah, trick shots, very effective. And some are better than others. Other times you look and you say, that didn't, I don't know, that didn't really work. The Mary Lou Redden Wheaties is what, yeah. it's like one of the f- first ones I can think of. Cause but you don't eat Wheaties. I asked you no, if, no. if that uh, well, if that wrestler was going to be on the... Uh, uh, I don't uh, eat sugary, carby uh, cereal. But I asked you if she would be on the cover of Wheaties, oh. and your answer was, I don't eat Wheaties. Yeah, how would and I know these things anymore? But, but it's a Wheaties cover. It's an iconic thing. 
And by the way, we should know this. Google that while I'm while I'm talking about sure. this here. See if they have a Wheaties box, Wheaties cover from the Tokyo Olympics. It could be uh, that swimmer guy Kessel or whatever his name is, Tressel, that won a bunch of medals. It could be, it could be Simone Biles, even though she quit on the team at one point. Which you know we're not going to get into that again. But I hope it's the wrestler, Tamara Metzestock. Tamara Metzestock. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I'll tell you who it won't be, or it shouldn't be. It might, it might, actually, it might be. But Megan Rapinoe, she's making millions. Again, people can't stand Muhammad it. Ali. Why? why is, I have no idea. to do with, uh, eh, whatever. Looks like a cool cover. I mean, it does, yeah. I mean, it makes you almost want to buy it because it looks like a collector's item. It's like it's 100. 100 years? That's yeah. a 100-year anniversary? Yep. So they're going to completely ignore the Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> so everybody else well, did. <laughs> well, Megan, Megan Rapinoe, it's a Rapina, whatever it is. Um, I don't think corporate America understands just how unlikable she is. People look at her and they rooted against that team. That team, they were happy when that team lost to Canada. And I'm going to guess that if she weren't on the team, they wouldn't be feel nearly as strongly. It'd be like, yeah, maybe people would be like not really caring. They'd be apathetic. But I think people rooting against their own country's women's soccer team because of her, because she's so obnoxious. Um, and she's kind of, you know, obviously, easy to... She's kind of memorable. She's got the purple hair, and yeah. she's outspoken, and she's uh, been around for a while. So she is the new spokesperson for um, Subway, Subway franchises, Subway subs, which I like. I'm a big fan of Subway. Really? All that bread? I, I, yeah, well, they're wraps. You can get the wraps a little less carbs, fewer carbs. But, you know, when I'm not doing low carb, I get, yes, get the bread, the good bread. Anyway, um, it's an amazing thing. She's the spokesperson. She's probably getting paid, you know, millions, three, four, five million to be the spokesperson. Again, the person that does nothing but bitch about this country. She's an out-of-the-closet lesbian with purple hair who has corporations throwing money at her, who wins awards like every other day she's winning an award and she does nothing about but bitch because, you know, the women don't make as much as the men. Well, I'll bet you when you add it all up, she makes more than all the men. Probably. When you get all her uh, side deals. It's quite the feat to be the most unpopular Subway spokesman when the guy you're following is Jared Fogel? I know. That's that's an amazing thing she's pulled <laughs> off. But there's a story. Um, I, I retweeted it today. It's making the rounds where all these Subway franchisees, these small business owners, are upset with the corporation for uh, you know shoving her down their throats. They don't want her as a spokesman, and they're not going. They, they they're not going to like use the whatever they have to use posters or you know, placards at their stores. They're not going to do it because they don't like Megan Rapinoe, Mike Rapinoe, and they don't want her as their spokesman. <laughs> so that in you know, that ties into our other Olympic update, which is the 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 um, the ratings again. And as soon as I mention this, there'll be people, yeah, but it was in the uh, time time difference, and it was COVID, and it was going against whatever it was going against the NBA finals, and I don't know what. Uh, um, but check this out. They, the uh, the NBC Olympic ratings are in, and I'll simplify this. They averaged 15.6 million per night. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? It does sound like a lot. It sounds like a lot. I mean, Tucker Carlson gets 4 million a night. Oh, yeah. So that's, you know, three, four times, four times the audience of Tucker Carlson. You say, well, that's not bad for NBC. Just how long ago was this? 2012. Yeah. Nine years ago, the London Olympics, 
31 million a night. Oh, double? 31, oh. half the audience in 2008, 27 million from Beijing, which I believe is not- Pretty on, close, yeah. You know, Eastern Standard no. Time either. No, no, so the, the Tokyo is about 13, is 13 hours ahead, and it's probably pretty similar for Beijing. The last Olympics, the last um, Winter Olympics, Winter Olympics was 2018. They got almost 20 million a night. They're down- 42% from the last Summer Olympics was in Brazil. Again, not the same time zone, but closer. In Brazil in 2016, they um, uh, they fell 50% from then. That's four, five years ago. I realized it was a COVID bump. But the odd, they are bleeding. And this includes their other platforms. This includes Peacock and all the other networks. Oh, right. yeah. uh, they add it all up. And there were stories. I mean, there was Simone Biles was a huge story. The U.S. women's soccer team lost. The U.S. basketball teams both won gold. There were stories. It's not like it was uh, completely uh, without, you know, drama. And there was some drama, but people didn't watch. It, it wasn't must-watch around my group of friends. I, none of my buddies were like, oh, I got to go watch the, ba the basketball game today. I had a couple friends who watched and asked me, did you see the whatever? And I go, the what? what? You know, it would be like the, the I don't know, the... The water pole, and I'm like, no, why? Did you? Yeah, and I'm like, in the middle of summer, I've never been a huge summer Olympics because you got to stay inside to yeah. do it, and if it's in a different time zone, it's during the day, like on a nice summer day. But check this out: if you look at the lowest rated night, the lowest rated night of in, of broadcast of the Olympics, there's a list. Uh, I think uh, the Daily Caller had it. The nine lowest rated nights. In Olympic TV history were this year. <laughs> 13 of the 14 lowest nights were this year. So, I mean, again, people, I guess young people aren't watching. Maybe they're looking at their phones. But, again, this includes all their platforms. And generally, you know, things are down. Super Bowls are down and, you know, whatever. Award shows are way down. But this, I don't think they expected it to be this Dramatic, this big a drop this quickly. And uh, there was a huge drop in the basketball finals this year. Of course, you had two teams that no one cared about. But I don't even, I don't it wasn't like I don't this. Re I don't remember who they beat. Do you? Who they yeah. beat for the gold? <laughs> uh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't, I don't remember who the women beat for the gold either. I have no idea. Um, but the next Olympics, and this is going to be big, it's in six months, right? It's in six, seven months. It's in Beijing or. How does how does this one city host a summer and a winter Olympics? Aren't winter Olympics supposed to be in? Let them mountain? have it. To me, it's just such a it's such a cost to the you know to infrastructure. I can't imagine being a member of the media having to go to Beijing Winter Olympics, which means you got to go to the city. I've done this. I did the Winter Olympics in uh, uh, France, and you got to get on like a train up to the mountains to see the skiing and the big snow events, and then in the city they'll have the hockey and the skating. It'll and it's quite an undertaking. But there's already talk of boycotting, and I'll you know we'll get into this uh, another day before uh, before it starts yeah, for sure. February fourth is when that happens. So February fourth is the next Olympics. It's in China, which means it will be it'll be really efficiently run. <laughs> they they well, don't care about your freedoms. No. Hell, the Beijing uh, Summer Olympics when was that? Two thousand eight. I don't know if you remember. They changed the weather. 
They changed the weather. That's right. They, they to made it, the smog. Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. They, to get rid of smog and, and, and to make sure that it didn't rain. They, 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 I don't know how they did it with like some kind of... They sprinkled some some sort of... Chemical. Yeah. In the sky. Probably wiped out whole, you know, um, you know, towns of people. 2008, you're right. Yeah. So they're going to make sure it goes off on time and it's run efficiently. But there'll be a real push in this country to boycott because, let's be honest, slaves will be doing most of the labor in uh, in Beijing, and they still have concentration camps. Doesn't doesn't phase the NBA. Doesn't phase the you know Hunter Biden from doing business with them. But I might there might be a lot of people saying we shouldn't be there, and we'll certainly uh, be covering that. But I don't think they're going to get great ratings. Uh, from that one either. So uh, is that that must be NBC too? You were just looking at that website. Yeah, it's NBC. Um, and I mean, I'll, I'd be more likely to watch because it's in the dead of winter, and there'll be some drama. But uh, I think people just you know they're 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 interested in different things. They don't care that much about it anymore. It used to be must watch. You had to watch. Oh yeah. I remember when there was a bunch of studs of Sugar Ray Leonard and Spinks were in the boxing, and, and you watched them all. I didn't see one second of boxing this time. I, I would always how- watch men's hockey. That's true. Well, and then the summer, so summer I would watch track and field. That's true. There was some. Uh, I would watch soccer. You know, there was some drama in track and field. The women's yeah, yeah. sprinter smoked weed and <laughs> blew her chance of going to the Olympics, which was amazing. But you know, those guys are fun to watch. Those super fast stud sprinters, especially when the race is close. But didn't see a lot of it this time, and neither did many other people. All right. That uh, that's re- concludes our Olympic rundown, the last Olympic rundown of 2021. It I was even, fun I even forgot time. it got bumped a year. You know, it was supposed to be last year. That's why I don't. I, I was going to ask you about the schedule. So it's every two years, right? I know they at one point they were both in the same two year, years, but then right, they, and they switched it, was, it for the you know, every was, two. But even if this were a year ago in the summer, it would still only be a year and a half from when the winter is, though. It's not that long. Yeah. Um, I think I'm leaning towards supporting boycott because the idea of going to a country and watching them celebrate, because it's just one big celebration. The opening ceremonies, by the way, the closing ceremonies had disastrous ratings in uh, Tokyo. But China will have this uh, super elaborate opening ceremony, and it will be a celebration of China. When I don't know how far away those concentration camps are from Beijing, but you know, down the road a bit, there'll be guys who will be, uh, you know, forced labor to make Nike stuff, and there'll be women who will be forced to, uh, they'll, they'll, you know, forced uh, to uh, uh, sterilizations. And I mean, we'll find out more about that. It's going to get big. It's going to get nasty, and uh, there'll be a lot of people saying, "Keep our guys home." I don't think you know Biden won't do it because, you know, Biden, he's got a long history of a good relationship with China, a very profitable relationship with China. So I don't think he wants to jeopardize that. But anyway, we will uh, leave it there. Anything else, Carano? No, I think that was, it's a big Cuomo day. Big Cuomo day. The Cuomo sexuals are grieving. It's sad, but they're waiting to see what uh, their hero will do next. You know what he's going to do? He's going to be schmoozing with his friends, celebrities. He's going to be one of those kind of guys about town. You're gonna, there's going to be pictures of him, you know, by the pool in Miami Beach, you know, all tanned up and greased up and, you know, hitting on some young I girls. I'm not, and, I'm not trying to picture that, Jerry. I don't know why you're describing <laughs> it in such detail. To that's me. what the future and holds. Listeners. And I'm sorry for my friends on the right who think this is not a great day. It is a great day. It's always a great day to, to see justice prevail real i realize we could use a lot more justice yeah. in this case we could use an orange jumpsuit and a trip to rikers island 
that's probably not going to happen. So you got to take, you got to take it when you can. You got to take, you, you know, you celebrate. You got to take these good moments when you can. And this is a great moment. Um, goodbye to Killer Cuomo. 14 days. He's going to wait 14 days to flatten the perv. <laughs> Got to get that. Had, had, to get, had to get that joke in there. You wrote there. that last night, didn't Four, you? I stole it. Of course I stole okay. it. So I forget it. I don't even know who said it. I just wrote it down. But 14 <laughs> days to flatten the perv. You got to admit that's a better joke than anything you heard on Colbert. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Colbert. Oh, God. I can't believe people watch that. Which um, I don't think so many people do. I don't think his ratings are so great either. But it was good to watch him have to, have to turn on his friend. Uh, but uh, we will uh, uh, keep an eye on that and how the rest of Cuomo's former friends turn like the rats that they are. But we will leave it there today. Thanks to everybody for listening and watching and commenting. Carano read all your comments. Every single one. Every single one. That's all you're doing. You're not even paying attention. Not really. You're reading your comments. Did you respond to any of them? Of course. Oh, good. I do, you do? I drop articles. All sorts you of never stuff. plugged your Twitter account. Um is it just Matthew Carano? Yeah, it is. But don't worry so much about it. Because it, you, I was going to give you, you had a fight with some, you know, mask, mask This is fanatic. another corporate media stooge who's using the children to push an agenda. I can't stand seeing that. So I called it him is, out and he had nothing. It is maddening. And they lie. They Right now when they're saying hospitals are overrun, filled with children, it is a lie. I was like, tell me what, is there, has there been a documented case of a child who's died who doesn't have some sort of comorbidity? And no one, no one can show that. I they mean, can't. show it. When he tells you about kids dying, or kids Ugh. even being hospitalized. You, these are generally kids with serious underlying conditions. Yes. And that's and, super sad. Like protect protect those kids, but this is not running right. rampant through the children of America right It now. is not. And it doesn't, you know, I mean, the idea, it's amazing that so many adults to make themselves feel better want to wrap masks around the face of children just to make them feel better, to virtue signal for them. It's disgusting. It's disgraceful. That was a good little battle you had with. Yeah, was he, yeah. he wasn't a doctor, though, was he? I think he. I don't know, but he he runs the he, he reports on on the medical. Beat you can follow Carano at Matthew Carano. You can follow the show at the Callahan Show, and please do that. We're almost at ten thousand follows. Yeah, uh, you promised me to get us to ten thousand. First failed. of all, I never ever yeah, promised that. Maybe that was your your former at, producer. Uh, yes, at the Callahan at Show. At the Callahan Show. Yes, please follow us there. We're almost at ten thousand. Carano I'd love to get over tweets that. out lots of uh, high lights and promos. videos and promos and stuff like that. So check it out and you can follow me at Jerry Callahan. Yeah. Alright, we will leave it there. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Choose the browser that puts you first. Microsoft Edge empowers you to browse your way with fast performance, strong security, and innovation that matters. Whether you're shopping, searching, streaming, or just browsing, Microsoft Edge helps you save time, money, and peace of mind. With incredible speed and security, Microsoft Edge makes staying in the flow safer and simple by being tailored to how you manage your browsing and adapting to your preferences. Stay protected with built-in security features that scan and block potentially dangerous sites, check your saved passwords for breaches, and help generate stronger passwords 
rewards anytime you make a new account. Microsoft Edge offers the highest rated protection against phishing and malware attacks on Windows 10. For younger users, Microsoft Edge also has Kids Mode, which offers a fun, tailored experience with added protection for web users ages 5 to 12. Save money with automatic coupon, price comparison, and price history tools. Make money for yourself or even your favorite causes with cashback and Microsoft rewards in Bing. Explore what awaits when you expect more from your browser with Microsoft Edge and raise your expectations for what the web can be. Microsoft Edge. Security, speed, and innovation built for you. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger. Your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com/safety or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.